Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Just like that, the final hour is here on this Thursday edition. Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow across the Outkick Network. Sixth and Peabody, our location for our studio. Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine lives here. Chad coming up in 20 minutes. One big thing on every NFL game. But a jam-packed show with Trey Wallace, Donovan McNabb, and Armando Salguero, which you can catch uh, on demand anytime by searching for the show through the Outkick channel on YouTube. Allie in the YouTube chat. What's up, Allie? Says, knowing you are drowning. <laughs> this is funny. Knowing you are drowning sounds terrible. Burning can't be as bad because you're so distracted by the enormous amounts of pain that you're in. I, I didn't even think about that when I answered bur- uh, burning being my choice. I would rather but it be, makes sense. I would rather be in pure panic than in pure misery and pain of being on fire. I mean, they're all bad. Right? Well, that was is... the, but that's the, yeah, they're all bad. I don't want to go out. In, in, with D- Davey chose today to just pick three untenable options. Does that surprise you? I mean, they were, they were the, good. The second one was, uh, the second one was at least I could come up with an answer. The other one was, oh no, it was very good in that you couldn't argue for any of them, but. You know, I, I like it where at least like, oh, maybe it's a. Th- this was one where there were no choices. How many all times, the choices were no here. choices? Very random here. How many times you've been driving, and you've you've dodged the accident, or you've swerved to miss something, and you you kept the the tires on the pavement, and you thought to yourself, I I just avoided death. Oh, it's happened. It's happened twice to me, and it, the. The I'm, I'm shook after it. You know, it's like, man, I can't believe that I was able to get around this. Or had I been, had I left the house ten seconds earlier, I could have been where that car was in front of me. One time, a car flipped three times in front of me after swerving for an oncoming. Uh, some idiot was in the wrong lane, and a one uh, one way street. Oh, a road, not a street. We, we were driving fifty five to seventy miles per hour, probably, and. Had I, you know, had I left ten seconds earlier, I probably would have been in that spot. I, um, I remember in London, we were the there covering fine, the Titans the game, and I, uh, I almost got hit by a car because I'm looking the wrong direction with cars coming on the left side. Oh yeah, and I, it, I, I stepped out, and I mean, I happened to glance like it's good, good that I have a good keep my head on a swivel. Having to glance is a, a tiny little uh, cab was just flying by and, and jumped back. I would have died doing this. And then, so now every time I cross the street in London, the whole trip, it took me like 20 seconds to look both ways because everything's a one-way street. And yeah. I'm having to figure out, I'm like, uh, you know, usually you get to a street here in the States, you know which way cars are coming. Yes. So you know quickly when to go. I was just making sure before I crossed the road every time from that point on. Uh, it's a life changer. Uh, a game changer, a season changer potentially for the Dallas Cowboys. Trayvon Diggs out for the season with a torn ACL. Mm. Uh, uh, report there uh, out of Dallas through uh, Shereen Williams. 
and uh, NFL media is also saying that the the MRI confirmed that Diggs tore his ACL, and two games in, he's done. He was on crutches after his injury, and he had his first interception of the season against the Jets this past Sunday. And he led the league in interceptions in 2021. And while and Armando's spot on, I mean they have the they have the front to withstand this. But what don't don't forget about which team led the league in takeaways, the Dallas Cowboys. So while you may get pressure on the quarterback and force the issue and the backups who are not at the digs level can have some perceived success, can they get the same type of takeaways to get the ball back to Prescott the way they did a year ago and two years ago? And they're not deep. Uh, or excuse me, they are deep at, at the position. They've got Gilmore. Uh, he mentioned Deron Bland, who's been playing the nickel spot. But they also have uh, Igbenigany, uh, who was the draft pick of the Dolphins, and then Jordan Lewis as well. But can they get that same type of production on the back end if the pass rush is going to stay as consistent as it has? And it, it wasn't consistent a year ago uh, from Michael Parsons. He, he would go three weeks without recording a sack, then all of a sudden have a three-sack game. Uh, more consistent than not. But this is not just something that you, you know, sweep under the rug and say, oh, they're the top defense right now in fantasy football. Uh, yeah. They're going to be fine. It, it's, it's a blow. It's a huge loss. Uh, and it's, I would say it's, it's similar to the loss that the Browns suffered to uh, Nick Chubb done for the year. Yeah, it's um, uh, someone posted in our YouTube chat and said Saquon Barkley goes out and it affects the, the line by, by three points when that happens. Trayvon Diggs goes out, it doesn't affect the line at all. So who's more valuable? Um, I, I, I think what my answer to that would be, well, the likelihood of getting injured is so much higher for Saquon Barkley as opposed to corners. That, They're also that, playing that's the Cardinals. Why, that's why it's different. They're right? also playing the Cardinals. But I, I, get, I get the point. Yeah, I, I get it too. But I think you, know, you don't see as many injuries with corners, but, as you do running back, well, but the, because of all the reasons we talked about. But the, just keep in mind that the line was set with him on crutches. So they, they're, the line is set with the perception that he's not playing anyway. Yeah. So the, I don't know if it would change all that much just because he's done for the year instead of done for this week. It's a big blow. He's a really good player. Anytime you lose a guy of his caliber, it's going to hurt your team. But if any team can handle it or any one, one unit can handle it, it might be the Cowboys' defense, yeah. But we can't sit here and act like it's not going to be a drop off from him to the next guy. Yeah, he's really good. Chad, Notre Dame looks pretty good. Ohio State, pretty good. And I earlier it, it, going into the season, I, I had Notre Dame in my college football playoff for this reason: they could they can run the table, or I think they could get in as a one loss team based on how this college football season has been. I certainly didn't think it would be this uh, even uh, as far as just uh, the, the parity that we're some, sometimes seeing from the top teams. But this is a huge week to have everyone on board. And from the, also, think of it from this perspective, Chad. Sam Hartman, with his numbers and his production, can propel himself into the Heisman the, the discussion, the buzz, based on a, a victory against Ohio State. Let me give some facts right now. They're going to piss some people off, but I don't care. Okay. This is just the truth in sport in America. 
And if you don't like it because you don't like these teams or don't value their history or your buddy in the office is a fan of this team and you hate that buddy or your brother-in-law is a fan of this team and you hate him or you hate your wife because she's a fan of this team, I don't know what your situation is. But I'm going to go ahead and give you some hard facts about sporting life in America. Yes, Major League Baseball is more interesting and better when the New York Yankees are good because people both love the Yankees and hate the Yankees. And when they're relevant, it is a rising tides raising all the boats type scenario. In the NBA, when the Lakers and the Celtics are both good, it is good for the business of the NBA because people have strong feelings about those two teams. When you get to the NFL and the Dallas Cowboys are good, I think that helps the NFL because everyone's got an opinion on the Dallas Cowboys. And yes, Notre Dame being good and relevant is good for college football. We have entered a season in 2023 that is unprecedented in the last five to 10 years where traditional powers may not be that powerful. I'm talking to you, Alabama. I'm talking to you, Clemson. Come on aboard. Let's go. Colorado, Oregon. USC's return to prominence. And what is, what is that I hear right now? Is that the Notre Dame fight song that everyone knows and I, for one, loves that may be getting in on the party? Absolutely. Does it help college football when Notre Dame's good? You're damn right it does. And if they win at home on Saturday against Ohio State, not only are they good, they are likely to be in a college football playoff. That's how strong I feel about this team and what I feel about the rest of their schedule. So this would be a big moment for college football if Notre Dame can win against Ohio State. Ohio State, another one of the usual suspects that we've seen in the college football playoff a lot. Ohio State-Michigan playing in a meaningful game Thanksgiving weekend. Guess what? I don't care if you hate them or not. Good for the sport because we're all going to watch. We will all be watching this game. And we will all watch Notre Dame the rest of the way. And I think they have the quarterback now to pull off the win. They did not a year ago. And Ohio State was far superior at that position with C.J. Stroud. Kyle McCord versus Sam Hartman. Where are, you, where are you giving the check? Which side are you giving the check to? It's pretty easy. It's Sam Hartman. Notre Dame is the better quarterback in this game. Ohio State may have more talent. They may have the better overall team. But Notre Dame is at home and they've got the better quarterback. And if they win, this is a good thing for college football. Regardless if you hate Notre Dame and think they get preferential treatment or not, Hutton, this is a good thing for the sport that they're relevant, and they could be very relevant the rest of the way with a win on Saturday. Well, and you also have two of the top defenses in college football right now. And Ohio State's defense to this point has shown up. Same for Notre Dame. Uh, the offense got back on track for Ohio State last week, 63-10 winners over Western Kentucky. Uh, you expect Ohio State to put up points against Western Kentucky, but about Western, they also are known for scoring a ton of points. Yeah. And the Ohio State defense did a great job against them. I, I, don't, I don't tend to look at the, 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 the Hilltoppers as you know, some pushover based on the numbers offensively they were putting up. And Ohio State did a, a great job with that. Notre Dame averaged 25 points and five and a half yards per play through its first four games last season. And so far, they have 
uh, they, they have 46 points per game. That's ninth best in college football. And they're averaging 8.3 yards per play. That's the fifth best in college football. So I bring up what Ohio State did defensively last week. Can they, can they slow down Notre Dame? And I think Hartman's going to have to throw to open up the run yeah, in this game. They're not going to run that much on Ohio State, I don't think. They are, but now, I don't I think, think Henderson's going to run all over Notre Dame either in that defense. But what's interesting, though, is to win, they're going to have to run on Ohio State because to beat them, and we've seen this over the last two years, this is a trend. If you beat them in the trenches, you beat Ohio State. Eddie George would even admit that, that they've got to be tougher up front. And when we see them in the most physical matchups, they haven't been. Now, they went toe-to-toe with Georgia. Let's, I should not overlook that. No, they, they win the game if Marvin Harrison Jr.'s in that game late. Right. I, I believe yeah. that. But Michigan, the last two years? The more and they win the national dominant, title, by the way. They're going to yeah, beat oh, TCU yeah, after yeah. that. The, the more physical, dominant uh, team in the trenches is why Michigan has Ryan Day on the perceived hot seat, quote-unquote. But... Uh, guess who just got the contract bump? Little Rays. Ryan well, Day. Ryan Day being on the hot seat is, is a little ridiculous, but that uh, is the reality of that series. I mean, that is that is the weight of expectation that we see every year at Ohio State. But when you're Ryan Day and you take over for Urban Meyer and all the great things he did at Ohio State, it's just natural that the expectation is go win a national championship and talk to him. On this, hey. That is the expectation of, the. by the way, the biggest alumni base – and the biggest fan base in America is Ohio State. They have the power. They have the history. They have the resources. It's always going to be like that. Now, I think it's ridiculous that anyone would want to put him on the hot seat based on his overall record, but that's where they are. Hutton, uh, we, have a sta- we have an end to the Cold War. Not even a Cold War, what? but an end to what's been going on at USC with the reporter. He's back? He's back. A statement released by USC just now. This was uh, in the words of Lincoln Riley. Quote, Last night I received a call from Luca Evans, and we had very candid and productive conversations. We agreed that we both could have handled the situation differently. I appreciate Luca recognizing the policies we have in place to protect our student-athletes and acknowledging to adhere to those in the future. We welcome Luca back to practice and look forward to his continuing coverage of the Trojans. We both could have handled this better? That's what he said. We agreed that we both could have handled the situation differently. Differently. So he should have called his father, and his father confirms that it's a funny story and harmless, and yeah, go, go with it because it's true. Yeah, this is Lincoln Whatever. Riley saying, I have more power than you. I'm not going to admit fault here. We're both going to admit fault, even if you like it or not. Well, I mean, I wish, I wish this guy would come back and say, yeah, I, I admit no fault. He, he could have handled it differently. And then watch him get suspended again. I want him to write a follow-up to the story that got him suspended. Well, what happened was he got on the phone with a very powerful guy in Lincoln Riley, and I'm sure that his boss is also like, hey, let's get back on the beat and let's get you at games. And they just you know, had a conversation and hashed it out, and they're both going to act like they did something wrong, even when really there's only one group that did something wrong here, and life goes on. See, I just don't – like. I didn't think he was this – like It's college football head coach privilege, Hutton. And it's worst. It's tight. Like at Oklahoma, was he like this with Jalen Hurts? I don't recall that. Well, I, I don't. Uh, He's got the Heisman Trophy winner coming back. Go and you don't. Uh, again, it's just. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know a lot about Lincoln Riley other than his offenses. 
Uh, he's not a guy that is you get to know that well when he speaks to the media. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit of mystery there, I guess. But he's making the rounds at the Super Bowl or wherever we were. It was at the Combine. I forget well, where we saw him. Again, like he's, I think he's, he's, he's media savvy, but he's not. I mean, this is just I think some he comes common across sense on what the story was. He wasn't giving away like you worked on the screen on a, a reverse and gave some detail on how it all came about. You know, like it's if he posted a video of a, a, a closed portion of practice, that's one thing. But writing a story about two freshmen who are, you know, uh, a little scared to it's talk stupid. to the media is Here, so dumb. Here's the deal. These guys are power starved and they get fed on power constantly. And here is Lincoln Riley saying, who is this little bleep that's doing this? And I don't like it. So he's going to pay the price and I'm going to show how big and bad I am. And what it does is you come across as small. You come across a small time when you seek retribution yeah. against someone not even in your orbit. And when you need that person to confirm that they're not in your orbit, you look like the ridiculous a-hole in the situation. And to me, that's what not Lincoln in the orbit, not in the circle with the USC banner behind them to where that's actually on the record. One big thing on every NFL game is next. Sixth and Peabody, our location with Eha Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine, the Thursday edition. Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. Just had yep. a guy right here at our yeah. window, Hutton, during the break. <laughs> he said the right password. And like usually people will just come in and make eye contact with me during the show. For those, if you're watch, if you're listening, I'll explain it. For if you're watching, you'll see what I'm talking about. I can point right ahead to what I'm looking at, and what I'm looking at right now is a nice young lady who's looking in the studio, but randomly people will come to that window and look in and wave at us while we're doing the show or take pictures next to the kaleidoscope of moonshines <laughs> out there and do all these things, but oftentimes they're just pointing to a hat with a logo on it or a shirt, and yeah. I just give them a thumbs up like, oh, okay, yeah. So if you see me randomly give a thumbs up to someone, I'm usually like, yeah, sure. We'll talk Kansas City Royals. We're going to get right on that, I promise. Well, this guy's got a jersey <laughs> on, it looked like, that had something across it. No free plugs. Okay. But had something across it. And I'm like, is this a, a like an English Premier League team that I'm unaware of? Because it looked like a jersey. And he kept saying it over and over. Greyhive was what it was. Kept saying, I'm like, is this like a, a fan's chant, rallying cry? And then Hutton, he goes, Michael McHenry. Oh, and that, that got yeah, that my attention. Password. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I went out there and talked to him and his lovely wife. And they are the founders of a company that works with Michael McHenry. And he's aware of the show because Michael joins us to talk baseball. So anyway, had a nice time with them out there. Just want to give people a peek behind the curtain, literally, because there's a curtain that stops us here. Here we have a Florida Gator fan. You can leave, sir. Uh, as he peeked in oh, here right now. To, I haven't and seen many Vols uh, uh, power tees in the, in the facility uh, I was today coaching softball the other night, and there was a lady, looked like a grandmother of one of the players, that had a Florida Gator shirt on while I was pitching. And I'm thinking, of course, of course this is happening. Hutton, you've got NFL to talk well, about. Well, I do. And uh, before we get to one big thing on every NFL game, just some, some weekly notes here. What has happened to home field advantage? Mm. Through the first 32 games... Visiting teams are 19 and 13. So the whole like two points for the home team in Vegas thing, that by and large is not impacting uh, teams on the road facing some hostile atmosphere. Did you see the crowd in Carolina on Monday night? I realize it was an early kick, but it wasn't. I mean, East Coast, it was what? 
7.15 for Monday Night Football. That's about right because it kicked off at 6.15 or 6.30 local here. I've not been thrilled with the NFL as a live product for a while now. Yeah, the, you know, my, my th- the upper deck in, it's the, in it's the one NFL of the hardest, is the hardest ticket to sell. There's just, it, there, I mean, when was the last time that we've said, like, the Jets game was one of them. Yeah. But it's not often I'm like, man, that place is going to be jacked for that game. I can't yeah. wait to watch this NFL game on TV because that crowd is going to be going nuts the my, entire time. Traveling league, my favorite stadiums. Kansas City is the most college-like at yeah. Arrowhead. Baltimore. I'd put Buffalo on that list of college-like also. Yeah, it was, yeah it was very good. And uh, also just because of surroundings, you're not in a city in Orchard yeah, Park. Yeah. You tailgate in the parking lot of a junior college. Baltimore and Philly, very underrated in terms of just um, when you list off great atmospheres, no one's saying – I put them in, in Detroit. Detroit was maybe the loudest venue I went to. And I, I the two stadiums I didn't go to, SoFi – uh, and Seattle, and then now Vegas. I didn't travel into those stadiums uh, while with uh, Titans Radio, but those are the stadiums I would point to. Only two divisions have one combined loss, the NFC East and the NFC South. And we had these three quarterbacks sitting at 2-0. and Baker Mayfield, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, and the 0-2 quarterbacks, Burrow, Cousins, Herbert, and Russell Wilson. Chad. It's time. It is time for one big thing on every NFL game. We start with uh, tonight's matchup on Thursday Night Football. The Giants on the road in San Francisco. Her Action Network, McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey has scored a touchdown in 11 straight games, including the playoffs. Uh, The only 49ers player with a longer streak, Jerry Rice, at 12 straight games. You can tie that this week. The NFL record is 15 straight games for a touchdown uh, streak. John Riggins and O.J. Simpson have that have that record. Brock Purdy, 9-1 straight up, 7-3 against the spread in his career. He's 9-0 straight up in games that he's finished, uh, including uh, playoffs there, too. He can improve to 8-0 in his career as a starter, marking the third most consecutive wins by a quarterback to begin his career since 1970. Only Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomzak have had longer streaks to begin a career. Mike, Mike Tomzak. Tomzak. That is not a name I thought and you'd both throw Steelers. out. Uh, the Giants will be without their best running back offensive lineman uh, and their best edge rusher tonight. Daniel Jones, Chad, Davey asked you this earlier. Night games. What's his record in night games for his career? And I'll, I'll tell you. it's. Can uh, you give me how many night games he's played? 13. Uh, 2 and 11. 1 and 11 is oh tonight will be 13 okay. i'm sorry so one, one and 11 is the uh, is the record yeah you crushed you got the 11 correct colts on the road in baltimore lamar jackson is off to an mvp caliber start for baltimore zay flowers is the truth at wide receiver anthony richardson or gardner Minshew? chad's gardner Minshew. Is Richardson going to it's be able guy. to play based on the concussion he sustained? He left uh, the game due to injury the first two starts, but he's been good whenever he's been able to stay in. The Titans are on the road in Cleveland. No Nick Chubb, of course, for Cleveland. The Titans won't face Chubb. They won't face Alvin Kamara. And uh, they did not face uh, Austin Eckler to begin the season. They may not face Joe Burrow. Who knows? And then they get the Colts in week five potentially without Jonathan Taylor. It's a quite the stretch for Tennessee in that regard. 
Mike Vrabel is the only coach in the last 20 years to have a winning record as an underdog. Minimum mm. of 20 games. It's a great step. Davey found that. That's, That's a great step. Excellent. Nice work, Davey. Uh, and uh, 20 games, Mike Vrabel, you can only coach to have a winning record. 23 and uh, 22 is his record. That was my, uh, we do wrong team favorite in college, but that was my lock last week was them beating the Chargers. Why? Because I believe in Mike Vrabel finding a way to outsmart an opponent that's got slightly better players. And that's what they did on Sunday against the Chargers after falling behind 11-0. Atlanta is 2-0. and And uh, they, oh, excuse me, they're not. They lost to Green Bay. It's my, it's my fault there. No, they didn't. Oh, they beat Green Bay. Yeah, they're 2-0. The you're, you're right. They're 2-0. Uh, the Lions are 1-1. One one. I do know that. Desmond Ritter, based on that win, has never lost a home game as the starting quarterback in college or the NFL. He is 26-0 in college, 4-0 now in the NFL. Speaking as the home of starter. Mike Vrabel, he was coached in college by Vrabel's best That's friend, right. Luke Fickle, and now coached in the NFL by Vrabel's former offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith. A win in Detroit would be his first road win as a starter. And Ritter leads the NFL with 15.1 yards per attempt in the fourth quarter. And half of his 12 fourth quarter attempts have gone for first downs. He doesn't throw much, but when he does, he's been efficient, especially late. Saints uh, hit the road to take on the Green Bay Packers. The last two Packers quarterbacks to throw three touchdowns in each of their first two games in the season, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. And now Jordan Love has done that too. Meanwhile, uh, just 31% of Derek Carr's passing yards have come after the catch. That's the lowest percentage in the NFL. Just for comparison, he was 12 points higher last season in Vegas at 42%. Packers have a lot of injuries, uh, but they still have the edge on defense in this game. Texans, CJ Stroud back on the road to take on Jacksonville. Stroud, 384 passing yards last week. It marked the second most passing yards in a single game by any quarterback this season. Tua is at the top with the week one performance. Jacksonville can start 2-0 in the division going into week four if they win uh, this matchup at home against Houston. The Broncos, winless. Miami, they win. Vic Fangio is taking on Denver. Why is that important? Sean Payton wanted Vic Fangio to run his defense, and he chose yes, he Miami. Did. Two is now the odds-on favorite, by the way, for the MVP. He's at plus 500. Mahomes at plus 650. And Justin Herbert, eight at plus 1,600. And guess how fast he gets the ball out, Tua? Quick. 2.08 seconds. That offense is perfect. That supporting cast... And the speedsters they have around him, perfect setup for Tua to be successful. Chargers and Vikings, 0-2 and 0-2. Loser leaves town. The Chargers have a week five bye. Just keep all of that in mind as Brandon Staley tries to keep his head above water. The Chargers, they're not who we thought they were. Uh, Staley's 18 losses in his two-plus seasons as the Chargers head coach. 13 of the 18 are by one score after two losses by a total of five points to begin this season. They've scored 58 points, no turnovers. They're 0-2. Patriots and Jets. The Patriots 0-2 for the first time since 2001. The last time the Jets beat the Patriots was in 2015. It's been a while. 14 wow. consecutive losses to the New England Patriots That's by the New York Jets. That's tough to accomplish in division, by the way. 
14 straight losses to a division opponent. That's tough. Maybe tough with Zach Wilson as well. Commanders are hosting the Bills. Josh Allen, uh, it was phenomenal a week ago. So was the Bills' defense. Josh Jacobs for the Raiders, the league's defending rushing leader, minus two yards on nine carries against Buffalo's defense. Montez Sweat on the opposite side for Washington. He's one of eight players in the league with at least three sacks entering week three. Has one and a half in each of those games. Late afternoon kicks. Panthers and Seahawks. Bryce Young missed practice, and he's been ruled out of this game. Andy Dalton in line to start on the road against Seattle. Cowboys at 2-0. Cardinals at 0-2. Dak Prescott's 100th game in his career will kick off on Sunday. They'll be without Trayvon Diggs. Announced today, torn ACL. He's done for the season. And... Chad, how about Joshua Dobbs for Arizona? Your thoughts on his first half and bulldozing into the end zone for his first career rushing touchdown in the league? He looks good. I mean, they, they look, he's not going to beat anyone single-handedly, but he's completing the passes that are there. He's running with strength that we've seen throughout his career. Uh, they're probably still going to be the worst team in the NFL, but Josh Dobbs is, is giving it his all, and I will give him credit for it. The Bears are a disaster. They're a dumpster fire right now. 0-2. Staring down 0-3 based on all the turmoil that's gone on this week and yesterday at Hallis Hall. Um, just on the field, the Bears called so far two design runs this season for Justin Fields. That is malpractice. The Bears' defense pressured Baker Mayfield 17 times last week. They did not record a sack. And Kansas City, a lot of pub, and, and, and rightfully so. Praise goes to Mahomes. How about their defense? They've allowed 23 points in two games. Steelers and Raiders on Sunday night football. Pittsburgh flying across country on a short week for them. Kenny Pickett has not been great. And for Las Vegas, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams were bottled up by the Bills defense. Now they're facing that stout Steelers defensive attack. TJ Watt, Alex uh, Highsmith dominated in this game. Can they do it again uh, as they host, or as they visit, excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders? Doubleheader on Monday night football. Chad's favorite thing. Two games going at once on Monday night. We're doing it. You know it. what's better than one back. Monday night football game? Two Monday night football games. You know, you know what's better than two Monday night football games? Possibly five Monday night football games if this tropical storm knocks games from Sunday to yeah. Monday. That's when people are really going to love it, Hutton. 2-0 against 2-0. Baker Mayfield. He's the first Buccaneers quarterback to start a season 2-0 with no interceptions since Sean King in 2000. That's incredible. Tulane Green Wave, Sean King. Under pressure, Mayfield, 14 of 17 for 223 yards and a touchdown a week ago. That tied for the most passing yards under pressure in a game over the last four seasons. And the Eagles have not looked right on either side of the ball. They need to pick up the pace, although they've got a, a, a nice schedule that fits into the ability to do just that. And Chet, uh, Monday Night Football, the ABC game. That was ESPN. ABC game is Rams against the Bengals. The battle of two surprise starts. Burrow averaged 152 passing yards per game in the first two games. That's down from 280 yards per game last season. 152 to 280. The calf is an issue, and it may keep him out of the game. It may not. We'll see. I think he plays, but he's been playing banged up anyway. Mobility not there. Uh, for his career, Burrow, one in seven in the first two games of the seasons and he has 70 yards through two games 
So considering the circumstances, the division they play in, everything going into it, not which coach is in more trouble or any of that. Yeah, yeah. Which team is in more trouble starting 0-3, Chargers or Bengals? The Bengals because – That division? And the quarterback issue. He's One quarterback's healthy, the other one's not. That's a big part of it. Uh, how about this? Last season, the record for teams following a week after playing the San Francisco 49ers, which the Rams just did, 1-16. 1-16. 49ers beat you consecutive weeks, apparently. Yeah. They're so good that they beat you on the banged field up. one week, and then you're so banged up you lose the next week too. Rams might be the biggest surprise on the positive end of the NFL. Matthew Stafford has passed for 641 yards without Cooper Cup in the lineup. And he's doing it because of a fifth-round draft pick, Puka Nakua, who Davey has picked up on the waiver wire, apparently. Miraculously, he's crushing it. Coming up, back to the headlines after one big thing on every NFL game, injury updates and more. That's straight ahead here on Hot Mike. Sixth and Peabody, our broadcast site, studio location for Outkick. Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow rolls on with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. This is picking up because out here that the weekend's here, Chad. They heard Hutton's about to be off air, and everybody just started showing up. He's got a welcoming committee out there. Uh, met a couple of viewers today from Spokane, Washington, before the show. Yeah, that was cool. And had a chance to bring them in studio and, and uh, have a photo with them. It was a lot of fun. Big Gonzaga fans. Not big fans of a possible move to the Big 12. No. Brought that up, and they don't care one bit. They want to stay where they are. St. Mary's, but they said that they hate BYU more, right? Yeah. That surprised you? It did surprise me a me little bit. Me too. Me too. It also surprised me how quick they were to dismiss any move to a bigger conference. They don't care. They don't care about football. It's a basketball school. Well, they're getting the number one seed where they are. Yeah. You know. Why not stay? That's right. West Coast Conference all the way. Jeb, we've got Thursday Night Football uh, this evening, which means you can join us and Make some coin. Points bet. They've got you covered. Outkick.com slash bet is where you can go for this. It's the perfect moment to uh, take advantage if you haven't already. Exclusively for first-time points bet users. Grab this unique offer right now. New points bet users can get up to $1,000 in second-chance bets. Your first bet doesn't go as planned. Points bet has your back with a second chance. Get this offer by visiting Outkick.com slash bet. Outkick.com slash bet. Complete the registration process with points bet and make your first bet. If your first bet happens to lose, that's when the second chance comes into play. Remember, terms and conditions apply. Is that what a second chance means? It is. Yeah, first chance doesn't work. You get a second hmm. chance here. Never uh, Must be 21 or older in legal gambling states. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. And you can head over to outkick.com slash bet to snag this offer. Um, Chad, do you have any uh, recommendations? On you know what I'm going to do tonight, Hunter? What you're playing? Davey's going to hate this because he took the, the – right, you took the 49ers. Yeah, 49ers in the survival pool. I did. The NFL has a way of oh, just wow. uh, like a drain in the middle of a pool that you pull up and it just kind of sucks everyone to the middle at some point in the season, okay. right? This is a league that is designed to do that. It's designed to get everyone at 500. I do not believe the Giants will win this game. Okay. But when I see plus 420 money line – for a team that won a playoff game a year ago, that, yes, is off to a bad start, plus 420 to win outright, 
the Giants could win this game. It would not be the most shocking thing ever to see the Giants win. I'm betting Giants money line just because of those long odds. You don't see that that often in the NFL. I'm going Giants money line. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is going to be a game time decision, I believe. Correct shoulder injury. Okay, he's he's going to go through uh, the early warm ups and see what happens there. Um, the over under the the total is at forty four and a half, and I. I really want I'm I'm taking the under on this because I think this game is like 30 to 13, 30 to 14. Defensive battle. Defensive battle. The Giants uh, the, the Giants lose in a, in a big way, I think. I think the the 49ers cover and the under hits. That's how I'm leaning on this. I also like uh, and I was looking this up just as we came back. Let me scroll back. Christian McCaffrey over 78 and a half yards. Did I see this prop right? The, to me, this seems like a layup. And when that happens, I, I should stay away from it, but I'm not going to, Jeff. You know, something I've seen that's been pretty crazy is so anytime touchdown for Christian McCaffrey is minus 225. Those odds are just insane. Typically, you're looking at, like the lower end you would get would be plus something. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's sometimes like when Derrick Henry was having a great year, it'd be like minus 120. Yeah. But yeah, you're minus right. 225 for any time touchdown, it's insane. That just, I mean, Vegas is Vegas will be surprised if he does not score a touchdown tonight. This is what's crazy is it goes from minus 230 for McCaffrey. Debo Samuel's next with the odds, plus 120. That's the drop-off well, from I mean, McCaffrey to him. Third, George Kittle, plus 185. When you score in 11 straight games, you get, you get the, uh, the prediction that you're going to score again and make it 12. Um, and that's been McCaffrey. I need to look for a remember uh, so, plus money that he doesn't score one. You know, he might get some good odds yeah, there. Uh, but that's that's really good. The the other thing too, and look, injuries can certainly come into play, just like they did with Chubb. So, you know, you could roll this back if you want to uh, whenever he gets hurt. But this trade was laughed at by San Francisco whenever they picked up his contract and traded with Carolina. And he's done nothing but produce. Yeah. He has been great within this offense. Uh, another bet that I'm playing, just looking at it right now, New York Giants defense plus 1,200 to score a touchdown. <laughs> Giants are going to win, and their defense I is going to score I, a touchdown. Chad, I hope that you win in a landslide. I want what you a parlay to bank, that is, I want though. you to I, bankrupt Vegas tonight. I didn't parlay those two together, but what a parlay that would be. Giants plus 420 on the money line. Giants defense touchdown plus twelve hundred. My my bet that I'm I'm locking in is uh, Darren Waller over four and a half receptions. Okay, he's all Daniel so, Jones has to throw to. Uh, You're right, Davey. You mentioned the anytime touchdown. Darren Waller's fourth on the list, best odds to score a touchdown according to Vegas. It's like plus four twenty for Darren Waller to score a TD tonight. Yeah, as long as he doesn't get hurt, I think he'll get his five, get at least five receptions. And he did okay in his first game back, right? Yeah. I think he's actually leading the NFL in receiving yards from the tight end position as of right now. Um, and he didn't play in the first game. Or if he did, he got limited uh, reps and, and passes he, as well. He suited up, but yeah, things didn't go well for nothing, so. every single component of the Giants. No one played in that first game. Offense or defense or special teams, for that matter, in week one. Yeah, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, Leonard Williams, they've been relative non-factors for the Giants' defense. Dexter Lawrence uh, is uh, tearing it up on the interior, but he's not getting much help. They've got to find something. And Purdy, uh, the the uh, potential for the nine and zero start as a starter, outstanding. 
And McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, McCaffrey, 42 carries, eight targets through the first two games. Um, do you reduce his workload on a short week? That's the only hesitation about the over-under in yardage. If they get up early, they're just going to start handing the reins over to uh, Elijah Mitchell. I think, yeah, and I think it, I think it comes down to as well if Ayuk is playing because he leads all the uh, receivers with 172 uh, receiving yards on 14 catches. They're loaded, man, and they have like the top five highest paid players at a position at multiple spots. McCaffrey, uh, and you can do this because you have Brock Purdy, seventh round pick on a rookie contract. Uh, Davey, mention the bet that you're, you you placed on um, oh, yeah. Puka Nakua. I'm, I'm all in on Puka Nakua. I'm actually about to go look for some Puka, uh, Puka Shell necklace, you know, bring that back. But, uh, I, you know, I mean, right now he's on track to have over 200 rece- receptions, which would break the NFL record. Uh, I just went ahead and put down a bet on him to win NFL MVP. Now, the odds of that, plus 20,000. So, I so you're going to make $20,000? I understand. That's not exactly. No, that would be a, like $100 to win uh, twenty thousand. I wasn't I putting a hundred dollars down on that one. You're going to do that for the the Creed Cruise. Davey's going to quit this job when he wins this bet. That's how much money he's about to make on this MVP bet. But I mean, as of right now, I mean, they're going to continue to target the guy. I think he's got a favorable matchup this week against the Bengals. And the only thing I'm a little concerned about is if the weather is bad and since he come Monday night. Uh, Chad, did you have a puka shell necklace? I did. I had some sort of really cheesy threaded necklace of some sort. I don't know if it was puka shell, but it was it was, it was close hemp, to it. Hemp. It was uh, it, hemp. Hemp sounds right. It was hemp. <laughs> right around the time that it was I was a hair necklace. It was right woven. around the time I had frosted tips. I had the same necklace. Woven at a fish concert for Chad. I, I think the hemp necklace actually came with the frosted tips. When I got the hair dye, they actually <laughs> free, threw that in for free. free. Hemp necklace. They just said, hey, go ahead and put this hemp necklace on too. It is nineteen ninety nine. Davey, all. did you rock the go ahead uh, and make it puka shell? Yeah, that was in. I was in second or third grade at the time, but I made I made sure I made sure I wore it. Can I give an early preview for Love primary it. complaint that really makes me mad? Sure. Whatever happened to the college football Thursday night special? It's incredible to see how you know what tonight's game is on ESPN. Okay. Georgia State and Coastal Carolina. That's the one game in college football tonight. Remember when Thursday night college football meant something? No. We used to make something in America. There was a Mississippi State LSU game that ended three to two to open a season one time. I forgot about that. This is like two thousand seven. Well they We do, used to make things in America. They do the Thursday night for this beginning of the season. Yeah, but there was always a Thursday it might be Louisville and, you know, Miami or something, but there was a bigger Thursday night game. Georgia State Coastal Carolina is the only game tonight. Now, here's where they've shifted. Friday night now, you have a Big Ten game every week. Wisconsin-Purdue play tomorrow night. NC State-Virginia. Boise State-San Diego State late night. So they're putting more games on Friday night. I, look, there's, a, there's 127 FBS teams. All I'm asking for is let's get a slightly better game than Coastal Carolina-Georgia State on a Thursday night if I want to watch college football. Do you think it's an agreement I, with the NFL? No. No. Like, hey, let's not. They were doing it. I mean, ESPN was doing it, right? Prior. Well, with yeah, Thursday night going I mean, on then. I, I, maybe they're just, if it's it's not an agreement with the no, NFL. Uh, unwritten. It's just a, yeah, it's an agreement that we're not going to compete with the NFL if you're ESPN. So let's just put a crappy game on Thursday nights. But we can do better than that. I don't think it's that agreement either, especially with it streaming. 
I don't think there's just some no, gentleman's well, I, agreement. I, it's not a gentleman's agreement. I'm just saying it's ESPN admitting defeat that people are going to watch the NFL. So why waste product on a Thursday night if they're going to watch the NFL game anyways? Well, I mean, it's still going to pull a better number than whatever they're going to have on if it's not live sports. You well, know? And that's what they're saying about Coastal Carolina, Georgia State. This is my point. I guess. I, I, didn't, just, even, I didn't even know about I, I just, it. I, I want a better Thursday night game. That's all I'm saying. Could you, could you do it with AI? Just have a better Thursday night game with AI and the deep fakes? Possibly. This Brian Ferentz deep fake is... It's pretty obvious, too, that it's fake when you watch it. It's obvious. It is. But when I go full screen, it is. If you watch it on the... On your phone? On Twitter or X, you know how it's in the small box? Yeah. I don't think you can zoom in and actually see that if you're just watching it and listening to it. But Awful Announcing had the the story and then uh, OutKick as well about how they were faked. Uh, We were faked as... A, a, a website on thinking that Brian Ferentz said this. You all have had fun with this 25-point obsession, and I get it. I do. But if I'm not mistaken, we just dropped 41 on Saturday. So maybe it's time to grab a hold of your little step ladders and go ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. Now, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, grab a hold of your little step ladders. It, it's even funny. funnier knowing that it's uh, the idea that it's the, a Ference that's saying that, Chad, right? That's number two. Uh, but with the box so small, if you're just, wa- <laughs> if you're just watching this and, ha- and seeing other reporters retweet it, you're just assuming like, oh, the, he really said this. He went off. It's really that's funny. What I, and the fact that you're there, the fact that there's a technology to do this is scary. Yeah, and there's just such a, uh, there's such a rush to content Right, so there's a rush to content. Whoever did this AI deep fake on it, which is is funny when you watch it. Took the time for Brian Ferentz deep. You know, anyone who takes the bait, like there's just such a rush to content. You're not really checking sources on it. You just see someone post. It's like, well, got to write a story on it. Got to get it out there for the masses to see. You're right about that too. Uh, We got the deep fake, which at least Outkick was, you know, man enough to admit fault and say they got faked out on it. Most outlets would just delete it, never say a word about it, hope, hoping that it goes away. Um, at least OutKick admitted that they screwed up on this one. But, yeah, I, mean, I I've never understood people you, just getting such joy out of faking people out. It's easier but to do now. But this is a thing people love to do. It's easier to do now because Elon took away our blue check mark. That's true. So if you and have the blue check mark uh, uh, repost, um, you're at least thinking, oh, it's verified. It's coming from someone who's verified, and, and uh, there, there's a reason why they have that instead of just paying for it. Yeah, it, it's, it's, like, uh, it's, it's stupid. It's like uh, I always had the, the NFL reporters, because like Rappaport or Schefter, you can change the T into an L. Like, what was you it? You could t- change one word. Or one it letter. was Adam. Adam. <laughs> one letter. The one that got... The one that didn't get us, but got Paul the yeah. one time, was Adam Scheffler, but it was a one instead of a T. That's right. They changed the T. Instead of Schefter, it was Schefter with a one, with a number one. I'm, I'm constantly having to check on, like, Rappaport to make sure it's not... What was the sure fake it's, story it's, it's, uh, that he got? That uh, Hightower was... Hightower's signing with the Titans. That's it, yeah. This just in. <laughs> yeah. But Rappaport with two P's or one, you've got to check it. We've all seen a fake account before. We've been had, and we'll be back tomorrow, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern, right here for Hot Mike with Hunt and Withrow across the Outkick Network.